Hey guys, we're going to talk about the episode last night of Will and Grace that dealt with sexual assault. So this is your trigger warning. Welcome to Chasers from Will and Grace and Vodka. Hello. Hello. Uh, if you are new to Chasers, they are our quickie little recaps of the brand new reboot episodes that have just come out on Thursday. So spoiler alert, that's what we're talking about. Last night's episode. Uh, November 1st, 2018. Yes. Our, the year of our Lord. The year of our Lord. Uh, so what we do with these little chasers is we're going to talk about it a little bit, but first. But first. David's turn to give us his little, little quickie little recap of the episode. David, how you feeling? Feel ready. Ready to roll. Feel, Let's do it. You feel ready? Mm-hmm. Five, four, three, two, go. Grace and Will develop a system to communicate what they need to the other by saying uh, to by texting. Grace's dad wants to go for a drive, but she doesn't want to because they don't communicate or well or relate. It's Jack's engagement brunch and Coco Peru is there hosting or serving or whatever, being thirsty and cute. Will and Karen fight over who will pay the bill, which reveals that they each think that they are Jack's best man because Jack has asked both of them because he's an indecisive coward who shouldn't be getting married in the first place. So they're going to determine the winner by having a monologue lip sync. Grace and her dad are in a restaurant and Patty is the server and incredibly funny. Will gets the Chris Crocker leave Brittany alone monologue and destroys it, frankly. Grace and her dad are talking, and she decides to share with him that a friend of his who gave Grace a summer job when she was a teenager raped her. She delivers a pretty stunning monologue about what it's meant in her life as she's grown. Then Karen does the Wicked Witch monologue, and they have a little uh, Who Knows Jack Better contest that they call a jack-off. At the crypt, Grace visits her mom and expresses her gratitude for her dad. Karen and Will fight over Jack, who then monologues about the things about marriage that aren't gay enough and becomes a viral sensation in his own right. End of episode. Well done, darling. Oh, thanks. Big one. Big one. It was rough. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. Um, it's... Um, I'll just start. Jump in whenever you want. Um, the the explanation of what happened to Grace is um, pretty terrible. And um, it is not... I think there's something jarring about it because it's maybe not what you expect out of a multicam sitcom. It's definitely not what you expect out of a multicam sitcom. And this is not the first time that a well-known and well-loved sitcom has addressed something that is incredibly dark and incredibly hard and incredibly sad with, um, (laughs) no pun intended, Grace, um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, and, um, you know, arguably, uh, some, like the candor that, that this experience is sort of presented with is, I mean, I found it extremely jarring, but I don't think I necessarily mean that in a bad way. I just feel shocked right now. That was- supposed to be tell me what you're thinking it was really hard to watch it was Mm -hmm. hard to hear it was hard to i mean i cried Mm -hmm. the the second she started telling that story i just burst into tears and i didn't stop crying until the end of the episode Mm -hmm. um because that it's familiar it's a familiar story yeah and um her dad i thought handled it beautifully um because, I mean, we all know that guy. 
Mm-hmm. We all know that sweetheart, honey. Like, I can't fucking stand that shit. That happened to right. me this week. I was called young lady by a condescending asshole Ugh. on the phone. He didn't even know what I looked like. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not fucking young. I'm 36 years old human adult who is trying to schedule a service. And you are so condescending. Sorry, that's a tangent. Um, yeah, this was just really hard to watch. And I thought, I, I don't want to talk about the substance of it anymore. Okay. Um, it was incredibly jarring. And... I I want to talk about how beautifully it was handled and how Martha Kelly is a fucking genius. The waitress. Is Martha Kelly, the waitress. She's yeah. incredible. Oh my she, God. I, I didn't know who she was until I started watching Baskets, which is an incredible show. Um, and she is brilliant. That was the perfect way to detract from the seriousness of the conversation they were having to the humor of uh what Martha Kelly was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. I'm upset too that they're out of the shrimp salad. <laughs> like incredible. Uh, unbelievable. And yeah, she's um, fabulous. She was so funny. Yeah. She's hysterical. If you don't watch baskets, watch baskets, if only for Martha Kelly, but you also have Zach Galifianakis being funny. Um so I thought they handled it beautifully. I thought her dad they wrote her dad beautifully in in that he had this perfect balance between being a dad and being an old creep mm-hmm. which he 100 percent is mm-hmm. in this and uh i meant to say something about that sorry i was in rewrites for of my thing and i was like i think it's really important david that you put in something about how grace's dad is being disgusting and i forgot to i meant to that's all right it was obvious yeah. <laughs> um but thank you, Deborah Messing, for that. Yeah. Performance. Yeah. Shit. I mean, that was. It's a. I. I feel. Long. You know, there have been other times when, like Roseanne, um, addressed. You know, other topics. It's not. I don't. I don't really remember. Oh, you know what? I do. Designing Women has an episode where. Um, one of the characters is seeing somebody or maybe she's not seeing, I don't remember the details of it, but I do remember as a child, I was watching designing women, you know, um, and this woman like is kind of, you know, I don't remember if like she doesn't accept what's happening to her, but her friends are saying he's, he's, you know, crossing a line or if she's saying that this man is crossing a line, but other people are telling her that it's not a big deal one way or the other, but she runs in from having been at the movies with this person and he's like unbuttoned her skirt oh my God. or something. And it's like wildly inappropriate. And so this is not the first time a multicam sitcom has addressed, um, has broached the topic. Um, Murphy, Murphy Brown did it two weeks ago. Oh, really? Interesting. I haven't watched uh-huh. the reboot yet, but I do, I do, I do keep meaning to, um, um, and yeah, I do feel like it's important to talk about it right now. What are your thoughts on like the um, bringing things like this, uh, things that are ugly and terrible and triggering and sad into a sitcom? Hundred percent necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know this, David, but um, everything is garbage right now. Oh, you don't say. Uh huh. 
Cool. And um, Jeffrey Tubin said on Preet Bharara's podcast this week uh, that it's okay to laugh. It's okay to bring these serious things into – like, yes, we should talk about the seriousness of what the president has been doing, but also we can laugh at him for dropping the umbrella yeah. <laughs> without knowing how to close it because that was fucking funny. So I think in – in making these things accessible. And also I think it's really important that we do talk about these things in a mainstream media, funny format mm-hmm. because it's more accessible to everybody. And, you know, it, it was jarring to hear Grace's account and it should have been. Yeah. And these are jar. This is a jarring thing. And I think they hit all the right points in saying, no, she remembers exactly what it was, where it was, who it was, every moment, every detail of that entire day. Yeah. I think it was important that she say out loud what happened to her. I, and I think there is definitely relevance in bringing uh, these serious topics into sitcoms. And like, you know, it was always in the 80s and 90s, it was always a very special episode of Family Matters, Full House. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like we've we've done that with sitcoms, even like all in the family. And like they did that. They they were. Breast uh, cancer. Yeah, it's it's historical that we talk about these things. So in, in this format. Yeah. What about you? You think it's good? I mean, I think that like. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. Definitely. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of a way to say anything intellectually relevant that you did not already cover, which I don't think I can. Um, This, you know, I think that... um, No. Yeah. I I just agree with you. And I think you said it really well. Thank you. Yeah. Let's talk about the B-plot because I loved it. Oh, my gosh. It was so cute. I loved... Coco Peru, obviously. A drag race human. No, no, no just, just a, a famous drag, drag queen. Awesome. Um, she has done a lot of theater. She's done a lot of like she's done some film too. She's just famous. Um, uh, love her. So funny. Yeah, she's hilarious. Great internet presence as well. If you don't already follow, you should. Um. <laughs> Um, and I really liked the balance of the silliness of this story. Me too. I think Will and Grace does that so well. Yeah. I mean, I was, I do, I want to admit that while I was watching, I was like, is this awful that we've got this insane other B plot happening in tandem with this other thing? Um, but I think you're right. I think it was the right sort of, uh, dampening or, or, um, yeah, counterbalance. Yeah. Okay. I was great. I was comforted by it. Like, oh, now we're back to nonsense, and I love it. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it was lovely nonsense, mm-hmm. and we love the Chris Crocker bit. We love the Wicked Witch bit. You I know. Mean, can we? That was like. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> is a thing that happens in drag bars? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, not necessarily like that specific competition but drag queens have started doing monologues and are are, and like lip syncing (laughs) like the night the lights went out in georgia speaking of designing women um so yeah it's a blast 
Oh, I love that. I had no idea that was a thing. And it was, it just tickled me when, when Karen, I forget what she did. Oh, I remember. So at the very end, I'm skipping ahead, but like at the very end, when she goes up to Miss Coco and says, Oh, Grace, when did you get here? I howled. Yeah, me too. (laughs) That was the funniest line of the entire episode. Also, an inconsistency. Tell me. Will says he's known Jack since he was 20. But we just talked about how they met while Jack was still in high school. We just watched those episodes. I mean, Jack could have still been in high school at 20. Okay. (laughs) What else did you click on with the B plot because I thought it was delightful. I mean, I'm kind of in shock right now. (laughs) If I'm being totally honest by that episode, like that was just so much, you know? Um, So thinking about the B plot was not at the forefront of my mind. Um, But I mean, I love Coco Peru and I was so glad to see her on television. Um, And I loved that they used her actual drag name. Yeah, that was great. That like is another great way for Coco to get some more give her work, give her a job, people. Um, no, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was cute and fun. And I also really liked Jack's monologue at the end. Um, Me too. I loved it. The things about marriage that um, are not gay enough for yeah. him. Like we've got gay marriage, but let's make marriage gay. That's a fun I, little slogan. I loved hearing that. Yeah, that's great. That great. I think that's the episode for me. Yeah, me too. Really, really good. I really loved it. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic and and shocking and and funny and everything it was supposed to be. So yeah, sure made me pay attention. Yeah, handle. I thought it was handled really really well. Gracefully. Hmm. <laughs> hey, All follow right. us on social media, Will and Grace Pod. Yeah, do that. Um, <laughs> and if you haven't already, go rate and review us five stars and. Because this is coming out Friday, November 2nd, you've got four more days before you have to vote. Go vote. BallotReady.org will show you everything that's on your ballot. Okay. Thanks, guys. Love you. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie.